coming to you from deep inside the bowels of a great big empty. Get ready for another episode of The Home Defense Show with Skip Coriel. Hey folks, welcome to Home Defense Show. This is your host Skip Coriel. Sorry it's been so long since I've uh, talked to you guys, but I've been on vacation. Oh boy, going on two weeks now. I've been out of Michigan, south of the Mason-Dixon line. And uh, boy, I just uh, came down here, got some warmth and some relaxation. I finished uh, my latest novel called The Mad American. Uh, I just finished it a couple of days ago. I did the cover up today. So I'd say probably in about two weeks, you'll be able to go on Amazon and find that uh, book for sale unless they ban it like they did my last, you know, three books. But anyways, uh, check that out. Uh, that'll be The Mad American. Uh, apocalyptic adventure type stuff. You know, I like that. I like writing about the end of the world. You know, the challenge is, is the world's getting so crazy. I write it as fiction and then it, people can't tell the difference between <laughs> fiction and uh, reality. So uh, it's getting tougher, but I think you'll like this one. Uh, aside from that, uh, you know, I have been down here. I, I'm going to talk for five minutes here. Then we're going to take a break. I'm going to come back and talk about a different topic. But the first five minutes, I want to talk about the state of Michigan here. Uh, my home state, I've lived there my whole life, 63 years. And I got to tell you, I am, I never thought I'd say this, but I am happy to not be in Michigan right now. Uh, you know, when something is abnormal for a long, long time, you kind of get used to it and you start thinking of it as normal. But I'm down here uh, in a southern state. It's warm. Uh, it's beautiful. I'm in the Ozarks. I'm in the Ozark Mountains. And most of the people here aren't wearing masks. And they're happy. They're walking around. Uh, they're laughing. They're smiling. They're joking. I know if they're happy or sad. And I got to tell you, I've really missed it. It is. And my kids, it's like they're in heaven. Um, because they kids need that, that uh, ability to look at someone and know whether or not they're mad at them or not. You don't get that in Michigan. Um, it's good to be away from a tyrant. I mean, a constitutional carry state. There's people open carrying all over the place. Um, boy, I, I'm just really loving it. We came down here specifically, not just to get away from Michigan for a while and Gretchen Whitmer, but uh, we felt that we needed a plan B because we don't know what's going to happen in Michigan. Is Gretchen Whitmer going to be reelected? She might. She might. I mean, the Detroit vote over there is brain dead and pretty powerful. So uh, I felt like we needed uh, some options. So we went ahead and we came down here uh, to the south, a very, very red state. And we bought 15 acres of property. And it's beautiful. It is really, really beautiful. Uh, this is our bug out location, our vacation home. Uh, maybe I'll even winter over um, if, uh, if I feel like it next winter. We'll see what happens. Uh, not that I don't love Michigan. I do. I love the people, but I've reached my limit 
okay? I have reached my limit. Um, I don't want to live around crazy people in a crazy environment anymore. And the people down here are happy. They're happy. And uh, I'm actually dreading going back to Michigan. I really, really am. Some of you might get mad about that, but sorry. It's the way that it is. It's much nicer down here. But anyways, uh, I guess what I want, I want to encourage you to uh, check out a plan B. You know, I, I kind of feel like, you know, in a in a kind of a little bit of a way, it's like 1938 in Europe. And all kinds of, there's a storm front brewing, right? And people don't feel warm and fuzzy. Uh, they feel precarious and on edge and nervous, kind of like right now. And it's like, man, people, a lot of people got out of Europe in 1938, 39, 40, okay, while the getting was good. And I just feel like, you know, if you have the means, if you have the ability, I think it's wise for you to have a, an exit strategy for your uh, family. Um, I mean, there's some states talking about secession. Uh, we don't know what Biden is going to do. We see what he's doing now, and he wants to do more. So I, I just would recommend that all of you make out some type of alternate plan in case you have to bug out. If you got to get out of Michigan, do it, okay? Um, and I wouldn't judge anybody uh, for doing that. But anyways, I, I, I don't want to... Uh, belabor that point. I just want to encourage you to check it out. There's a lot of good places. Property uh, prices are high right now because a lot of people are fleeing these blue states uh, for the red states. Um, but hey, five acres, man, if, if it's the right five acres, you can do everything that you need. You, you've got wood for heat, you've got hunting, you've got fishing, um, you've got, you know, you can grow your own garden. You know, you can do all of those things uh, on five acres and probably even less, okay? We're thinking we're going to be off the grid. Um, but anyways, that's what I'm doing. Now, what you should do, you decide with your, uh, you know, your spouse, your family, all of that, but at least check out the possibility. In the meantime, you need to check out our sponsors, um, United States Concealed Carry Association, Check them out. Just go to my website, Midwest Tactical Training, MWTAC.com. That's Michael Whiskey Tangle Alpha Charlie.com. Click on USCCA icon and check out what they're all about. But then also check out Center Shot Indoor Gun Range in beautiful Door, Michigan, where it's always a perfect 70 degrees. Go to CenterShotGunRange.com to check them out. And they have ammunition. All right. So check it out. All right. We're going to be back here in a couple of minutes and we are going to talk about defunding the police. What is that going to mean to you and your family? Skip Coriolan on a home defense show. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Welcome to my dad's home defense radio show. You're going to love it.
Would you like to take your tactical and marksmanship training to the next level? If the answer is yes, you need to check out Center Shot Indoor Gun Range just south of Grand Rapids, conveniently located off US-131. Center Shot is one of the most advanced firing ranges in Michigan. Center Shot firing lanes have nearly 100 customizable shooting programs to make you better no matter what your skill level. Our advanced lanes allow a more immersive training experience to enhance your senses. Controlled lighting and target movement mean that you get the best practice and most fun out of CenterShot Indoor Gun Range. Memberships are available for as low as $150. CenterShot also offers a 10% discount to U.S. military veterans. So, no matter what the weather, hot, cold, or in between, CenterShot Indoor Gun Range is always a perfect 70 degrees. This is where I train every week, and so should you. Find out more by going to centershotgunrange.com or call them at 616-371-7468. Stay safe, and I'll see you at Centershot Indoor Gun Range. Okay, folks, welcome back to the Home Defense Show. I'm sitting here on the banks of a beautiful river down in the Ozarks in my uh, Dodge Ram, my mobile defense command post. And uh, I want to talk to you about a lot of stuff going on right now. Rioting like crazy. Um, you know, the Derek Chauvin uh, trial, uh, George Floyd. Um, boy, the latest one, uh, you know, the 16-year-old from Columbus, Ohio, who was trying to stab people to death, and the cops shot her. But they didn't do it right because... The cop was white and the criminal was black. So he'll probably go to prison because uh, of that. You know, it's just crazy. You know, specifically what I want to talk to you about is get ready. You know, in, in the Marine Corps, we had this saying, you know, you know, you can just stand the F by, okay? Because things are going to get worse things are going to get worse. There, there's going to be some police defunding. This whole thing, uh, reimagining uh, the police. Well, how about if you imagine uh, a world where no one wants to be a policeman anymore? <laughs> I mean, let's face it, the job already sucked in the best of times. So in the worst of times, who in their right mind would want to be a police officer. You know, you know, I, I, there's no way. I'm telling my kids, don't, don't become a cop. Whatever you do, don't become a cop, okay? Because you do everything perfect, you're still going to be excoriated. You can do everything right and still go to prison. That's just crazy. It's total craziness, okay? I mean, this, this 16-year-old... Uh, you know, they call her a, a, a girl, a helpless little girl. She had a knife in her hand and she was trying to stab people. And the cops shot her. That's what they're supposed to do. You're supposed to, to shoot people who are trying to murder other people, innocent people. This white cop saved a black woman's life. But that's not what the media is saying. The media is saying he gunned down a black woman, a black girl, a black teenage girl. They don't even mention what she was doing when she got shot. 
So it's just crazy. But the thing is, I want you all to get prepared for a world where you pick up the phone and dial 911 and the cops don't come because there are going to be fewer and fewer police officers to respond. And the ones who do respond, they're gonna be timid. They, they are not gonna rush in where angels fear to tread. And I don't blame them. I really don't blame them. I mean, they're out there risking their lives every single day for people like you and I. And just because, I, and you gotta put your, yourself in their situation. You drive up to a, a neighborhood where there's been an altercation and someone ca called 911 and you see a woman with a knife trying to stab someone. What are you supposed to do? If you let her stab someone, then, oh, you allowed uh, a woman to kill a black, a black girl. Okay, that's the narrative then. But if you shoot her, oh, then you just murdered a black girl. You know what? Maybe it's a good idea if only black policemen go to black neighborhoods. There's no way I would go to a black neighborhood uh, if I was a policeman. I, I, just, I just wouldn't do it. I'd say, I'm sorry. You guys are on your own. Uh, you don't want us there anyways, so just go ahead, do what you got to do. And maybe some of that stuff's going to happen. And, you know, just, just by virtue of me saying some of this stuff that I'm saying, you're going to call me a racist. Okay? You, you just are. And it's like, if how many white people are there in America? If we were all racist, and that's what systemic racism is, we're racist because we're white and we don't even know that we're racist. If we were all racist, there'd be a lot more black people being killed by white people, but there's not. So what does that tell you? We're not racist, okay? We are not racist, but how would we know? <laughs> Thank God the media is there to tell us how bad we are, or we wouldn't even know. Well, anyways, my next point, my last point, then I'll leave you guys alone. Man, if you're carrying a gun, you got to get some legal protection. Okay, you have to get some legal protection because you might need it. You, you might need it. I would not carry a gun in the present political environment without adequate legal protection. Because you might need $300,000 um, if you have to shoot somebody. You, you shoot the wrong person, you could be in big trouble, okay? So you can do everything right and still go to prison. So check out uh, United States Concealed Carry Association. You know, uh, they've got some great legal ins insurance there. So check that out. You can get that at my website, uh, mwtac.com, Michael Whiskey, Michael Whiskey, Tango Alpha Charlie.com. And just click on the USCCA icon. And also check out our sponsors, uh, Center Shot Indoor Gun Range, Center Shot Indoor Gun Range. That's right.
where it's always a perfect 70 degrees. All right, I'm on vacation. Uh, I got a class on Saturday, no, on Sunday here in Michigan. So I'm going to head back to Michigan uh, tomorrow, back to the, <laughs> the land of masks and lockdowns. Whew. I'm dreading it, folks. I'm dreading it. But I want you to uh, hang in there, stay strong, get more vocal, be bold. This is Skip Coralie on Home Defense Show. I will see you next week with more about all things home, personal, and family defense. Catch you later. storm in the castle. And now it's time for our Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network report. Take us there, Skip. All of us here at Frontlines of Freedom want our listeners to get trained and get armed in that order. We fully support the right to keep and bear arms for all law-abiding families, and we encourage you to find out about the laws governing use of deadly force in your state and follow them to the letter. And of course, don't forget to follow the rules of safety and common sense whenever you're carrying a firearm to protect the ones you love. What's the story this week, Colonel? Well, a suspect's luck finally ran out when he attempted to rob a fourth convenience store. The man started his crime spree in the afternoon of December 23rd, 2020, when he allegedly robbed a quick fill in Victor, New York. The second robbery happened about three hours later at a fast track. Less than 30 minutes later, he reportedly robbed a family dollar. And apparently this was still not enough for the alleged thief who attempted a fourth robbery within the same hour. While he was attempting the fourth robbery, however, the legally armed store owner fired at the suspect, striking him. The store owner then held the suspect until the Rochester police arrived. One of the problems with armed robbery, aside from the moral aspect of it, is that it can leave the victim emotionally scarred for life. A friend of mine owned a convenience store and was walking out the door at closing time. A man was waiting for him and shoved a 357 Magnum revolver in his face and demanded all the cash. My friend was unarmed and quickly complied. But even though he wasn't hurt physically, he carries the emotional scars to this day, and he is still terrified when he closes up his store, even though he now carries a gun at all times. The shame in this story is that no one at the first three stores was armed and trained to stop the threat. So instead of only one robbery, we have four. Most of the violent crime in our country is perpetrated by about 10% of the population. That's why when an armed citizen like this New York man stops the threat, he has prevented not just one crime, but possibly hundreds or maybe even thousands of crimes. I think it's high time in America that we stop thinking so much about the feelings of the mugger or the rapist. Why? Because these criminals are not like you and I. They lack empathy and in many cases cannot be reformed. Something inside them is broken, and that's what makes them want to commit more crimes and to hurt more people. In the movie First Night, starring Sean Connery as King Arthur, the king makes this statement. There's a peace only to be found on the other side of war. If that war should come, I will fight it. The problem with the first three victims is they weren't willing to fight the war. They tried to appease the criminal, so he continued to rob innocent people. Throughout history, we've learned that appeasement of dictators, tyrants, bullies, and yes, even armed robbers does not work. Bullies will bully until they are stopped with greater force. 
Rapists will rape until their victims resist, and armed robbers will rob until citizens get training and take up arms and resist. This is human nature and will never change. Many in the media and the far left now tell us that America is too violent, but I disagree. Granted, criminals are becoming more and more violent, but the victims are becoming more and more passive. Until victims shrug off their sheep-like nature and begin to fight back with equal force, then crime will continue to rise and more and more innocent people will be raped, robbed, tortured, and killed. Frontlines of Freedom commends this brave store owner in New York and encourages other honest, law-abiding Americans to get trained and armed and, more importantly, develop that warrior mindset so common to military veterans. Most military vets never had to kill someone, but the training is there along with the mindset. Combat is combat, whether it's in the mountains of Afghanistan or the streets of New York City. Get prepared for combat, folks. Things are getting worse. Unfortunately, Skip, you're 100% right. 